Welcome to the Help for Wounded Spirits. This podcast exists to reach those wounded and suffering through life's trials. And now your hosts, Dr. Doug Carriger and Mrs. Stephanie Wesco. Great to be back with you folks this morning. We're excited today. With me, as always, is my dear friend, Stephanie Wesco. And Stephanie, how's things going for you out there in Indiana? Well, good morning, Doug. Things are going great. You know, spring is here in full swing. And um, I just got back from a few days with Liberty. And um, that was just a very precious time. So I'm, I'm raring to go this morning. So just, just for the record, Liberty is the fellow... A uh, friend of ours, she was the lady that was in Cameroon with you. She had agreed to go over for a while and take care of the kids and things of that nature. We like Liberty quite a bit. She's got one, you know, one little X on my record with her when she said I didn't <laughs> yeah. sing well along with you. But I, I'm not holding any bitterness in that area or anything like that. But I just, no. every, everything else about Liberty is good. And uh, <laughs> so, so I should point out, you guys already know this, but I, I want to point out that Stephanie Wesco is a Hoosier. So she's from Indiana. And usually you can only do one Hoosier at a time on any type of radio or anything. If you look it up in the Urban Radio Podcast Dictionary, it says only have one Indiana Hoosier at a time. But today, today we're doing something a little special. So with me is my pastor, uh, Pastor Josh Crockett of Morningside Baptist Church in Greenville, South Carolina. He, I, I, I don't know why he got himself in this trouble, but he agreed to come over and do a few podcasts with us today. So uh, how are you, Pastor? Do, doing well. I'm I'm a proud Hoosier. I never even figured out what Hoosier meant. Yeah, uh, but <laughs> but I guess I am one. So. <laughs> you know, when I was in the army, I was stationed at Fort Benjamin Harrison, Indiana, and there was a lady who ran the logistics supply section, a civilian lady, when I was at the recruiting school out there. And I asked her one day. I said, "What does Hoosier mean?" And she said, we go into towns and we say, who's your mother? Who's your father? That's, a, that's the closest I ever got to anything. And uh, I don't know if that's true. I don't think it is. But but we're coming off a great night at church. So today's Thursday before Monday when this records and uh, when this plays. And what a great night at church last night. We had a wonderful missionary who proved himself worthy and showed himself strong as a missionary for a quarter of a century in Grenada. It was kind of fun last night. I hope all of you had a good church experience uh, this past week, but I, I enjoyed getting to know the brother. And uh, but we're on Psalm 93 today, Stephanie, so we should tell Pastor Crockett a couple of the things we do. So be, before we get started, we, we, we have this uh, segment where you might be a knucklehead if, and what, <laughs> what we did is we've got away from that a little bit, and we turned it positive because I was reading some scripture about being positive, and that's one of the tough things I hate about reading the Bible. It makes me a better human being. And uh, so uh, one of the great things. Whether about you reading, want to or not. Yeah. 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 So anyway, uh, we've turned a segment is you might be right with God if. And uh, so I'm going to start that out. Next will be Stephanie. And by the time we get to the third podcast, Pastor, you'll be, I think you'll be ready for one. But you, you might be right with God if you were in church uh, the last time your church met. You might be right with God if you were there and uh, representing and there for God. And then we also talk about 
food that's right with God. And we're going to send this to Stephanie because she just had great food. She just came back from Cody, Wyoming, right out there by Yellowstone National Park with her dear friend, our dear friend, Liberty. Uh, and Stephanie, now speaking of a food you had out there in Wyoming, uh, food that's right with God would be? Well, Doug, I think the best, you know, Liberty and I were, were girls, so we didn't like food wasn't the focus of the trip. Um, so I, I honestly didn't eat that much while I was out there, but she took me to a Mexican restaurant and I know we were in cowboy country, but we never made it to a steakhouse. So, um, she took me to a Mexican restaurant and that was pretty awesome. So you're saying you might rewrite with uh, food that's right with God is Mexican food. That's right. Good Mexican food is right with God. It can be. Means. Yeah, it can be. I had some Mexican Rotten. food the other day. I, 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 we'll have consequences, but good, yeah. good Mexican yeah. food. Oh. Man, it's awesome. Well, I couldn't breathe out of my nose for my first week in Washington State that I just got back from. And I ate at a Mexican restaurant and it brought it all back. So uh, my recommendation to you is it can be right with God. It can bring your breathing back. Yeah. So we're in Psalm 93. There's a lot going on in Psalm 93. We're just going to talk about it. We're going to ask Pastor a bunch of questions today. You don't want to miss this segment as we go on with Songs in the Night. And this particular Psalm being 93, we just came off of the Mother's Day uh, message that we had for you this past Friday. And here we're sitting on this Monday morning. So I look at Psalm 93 and we're talking about the Lord and his majesty. We're talking about him reigning, uh, those types of things that we should know, those types of things that we stand for. Um, talks about what the Lord's doing. And so we're going to go through and we're just going to pick this apart a little bit. And uh, I'm going to go ahead and read that to get us going. The Lord reigneth. He is clothed with majesty. The Lord is clothed with strength, wherewith he hath girded himself. The world also is established that it cannot be moved. Thy throne is established of old. Thou art from everlasting. The floods have lifted up, O Lord. The floods have lifted up their voice, and the floods lift up their waves. The Lord on high is mightier than the noise of many waters. Yea, than mighty waves of sea. And then that fifth verse, thy testimonies are very sure. Holiness becometh thine house, O Lord, forever. Boy, I love that last verse, holiness. I love that, becometh thine house, O Lord, forever. Isn't that the goal? Isn't that where we're going? So, Stephanie, we always start this way, and we'll, we'll go to you first again. Now, we, we're coming out of Psalm uh, 93, and what do you think? Wow, this is just a psalm of praise. Yeah. Um, I think to me it shows how every part of creation of the universe praises God, that there's not one part of it. Um, I love how he gives the comparison to the sea, you know, to the ocean, to the power of it. Um, I think, you know, we think of the power that's in a hurricane and to think that God's power, you know, that that pales in comparison to the power and the glory of our, of our God. And um, I think there's no better way to start a day than being reminded that our God reigns, that he's in control, that he's in charge. Yeah. Yeah. There's a song out there, Stephanie. How does that song there. go? Our God reigns, right? Yeah. Yep. And now that's a song that's acceptable with you. Stephanie is our, uh, she's our conscious when it comes to uh, Christian music. How does that song go? Do this chorus first. You remember the chorus of that? Oh, the chorus. Yeah. That, that part I can remember by memory. Our God reigns. Our God reigns. Our God reigns. 
our God reigns. Now, I think I could have wrote that. There's only about seven words in that entire chorus <laughs> spoke Three over. Three words. <laughs> yeah. Man, I think the I think verses, I could have pulled it verses, off. Yeah, see, the verses are the, you know, build up. Yeah. To the chorus, which is the climax. But I don't remember the verses without words in front of me. I'm not judging you. Yeah. So, so Pastor, here we are. We're looking at these first two verses, and it says, The Lord reigneth. He is clothed with majesty. The Lord is clothed with strength. Wherewith he hath girded himself, the world also established. It cannot be moved. Thy throne is established. I always want to say established, but it's established. Of old, thou art from ever. I used to get slapped in the lips by a captain, by a captain, by a mother superior in Catholic school when I, because I'd always said established instead of established. Yeah, they were some of the most wicked people I ever met in my life. But anyway, going, going over to pastor. So pastor, we're, we're looking at this and, and not saying that they're all wicked. It's just the ones I knew. Thy throne is established from old. What do you think of those first two verses when you see them? What, what is that saying to your heart and you this morning? I mean, just to, to know that God has that kind of power when we're talking about folks who've been victims of PTSD, when we're talking about a whole world that's just been uh, turned upside down because of COVID, to know that mm -hmm. God is in control, that, that his, his power and his strength are uh, infinite, and mm -hmm. that he's yeah. the one who established the world. It, it can't be moved. So many of us are operating out of fear versus mm. faith when when here it's it's so clear that he's in control mm -hmm. no i like that i i you know what folks i don't know how many times in my life i've had to stop and do a recheck and say is am i doing this because i'm afraid am i doing this because uh you know i'm worried about the consequence and honestly serving god is a big faith thing uh, mm -hmm. I'm going to be honest with you, whether you're in a full-time ministry, whether you're in church, whether you're a Sunday school teacher, I mean, the people who had the most, uh, I, I'd say, impact on my life have always been those Sunday school teachers, that man's, that men's group leader, and those people who just would call you on the phone, check on you, take care of you, love you. And so I, I like that direction there, and I, I, I like the idea of God is in control even when there's a pandemic, Stephanie even when there's yeah. a pandemic. And yeah. Uh, yeah. And, and what do you think, Pastor, when you see that thy throne is established from old? Uh, and that takes you to a pretty cool place, doesn't it? Yeah. That, just knowing that, that God, in a sense, has self-coronated. Um, I think they say in history that Napoleon was the only one <laughs> who coronated himself. Um, and obviously, we know how that turned out. He, yeah. he, he yeah. ended up failing, uh, but to know that, that God says, I've established my throne, and it, it's from eternity. It's, it, it had no beginning. It will have no end. Uh, this isn't something that's going to, you know, everyone, well, we can't wait till the coronavirus comes to an yeah. end or, or this presidency comes to an end, but God's, God's reign and, and rule will be forever. Yeah. Mm. Yeah. And I, you know what I'm thinking, Stephanie, as we talk to these people, as we try to have connections with those folks who are hurting and uh, those of you out there whose hearts are even hurting right now, one of the things we always try to communicate is God's not surprised. He's not yeah. surprised that we're dealing with the pandemic. This didn't take God by surprise. He's, he's not surprised we're dealing with the current government situation with churches and 
things of that nature. None of this is surprising, God. And I think that's helpful to me. And I, I mean, Stephanie, from your perspective, I mean, being somebody who's much closer to your PTSD stressor than I am, I'm, I'm a couple decades and a half away, but your stressor was just a couple and a half years ago. And I mean, is that something you still struggle with is a fear aspect? Is it something that you stop and say, God, I know this isn't from you? Yeah, no, that's something, um, just, just going on this trip, um, every time I leave my kids, my kids and I both go through that. Um, it's very much, a maybe I shouldn't take this trip. What if something happens and it just becomes a complete, you know, that fear factor just can become squeltering and I have to get, you know, with the Lord's help, get victory over that before, um, before I leave and before I say goodbye to my kids, because I have to give them the confidence of God's in control every time I go on a trip. Um, there's just, you know, for my kids, that's a huge trigger. Yeah. Um, yeah. And so I think there's just a huge, every time, you know, there's ever since our accident last June, mm. um, and I'm in a lot of traffic, my heart starts racing. It's just, I can't even even if I'm not thinking about it, it's just like my body goes into that fear mode and coming back to, you know, God's in control. And I think if you keep that as, you know, the wise man that built his house on that firm foundation, um, this is what that firm foundation boils down to at the root is the fact of remembering God is in control and everything builds on top of that because God is in control. Yeah. I can do what he calls me to do because he's in control. I don't have to live in fear. Um, but that is the basis of our faith is that confidence in who our savior is, that he's our creator. He's our God. You know, if he can control and keep the stars and the galaxies in their place, doesn't he have the power to take care of a puny little human being? And he does. And he promises to do that. Yeah. Yeah. No. And what I want to do is I want to go back to this with pastor in a minute, but I'd like to, Uh, just the idea of how he works with people like us who have been through junk and went through it. It's a good idea to, I think, hear about that. But I want to cover these last three verses. I think three and four really go together well. And it says the floods have lifted up. And, you know, they're constantly within the Old Testament. You see, uh, you know, we're always talking about waters. Maybe the Euphrates River. We believe that this psalm was probably written by a Levite. And, uh, but it's going on to say, Oh Lord, the floods have lifted up their voice. The floods lift up their waves. The Lord is on high, mightier than the noise of many waters. Yea, than mighty waves. Uh, I'm sorry, mighty waves of the sea. And I had to turn the page there in the mist. And it says, and then finally a different type of verse, but it says, thy testimonies of very sure holiness becometh thine voice, O Lord, forever. I think here, Pastor, I think that when he's talking about the waters, that was a big deal back then. That was one of the things they really had to worry about in those days. And I think, I mean, isn't that what you're thinking here, that maybe uh, this is something he alludes to because it was a constant problem for them? Yeah, I, I think that image, you know, we see throughout Scripture of Jesus hushing the tempest and telling the wind mm-hmm. and the waves, be quiet to cease. But throughout the Psalms, it'll talk about God's the one who created the water and the dry land, and then he divided it and set the boundaries. And those boundaries were extremely important, especially in ancient days. I remember back in 2005, after Hurricane Katrina, our church from Indiana went down to Gulfport, Mississippi, and uh, stayed 
uh, at Beams was a, a it's a Bible sure. uh, producing uh, ministry. But then we went down to Waveland that was right on the coast, and there was a church that had just been decimated by Hurricane Katrina. The it had come into that that area and just churned and churned. Mm. And um, a team from Pensacola Christian College had come and just bleached everything down to the two by fours. We came in and we're hanging drywall. But then we, we figured some of these church members, their houses were destroyed. So as we were getting the church back in order, we started going to their homes. And at one point we went over this rail, railroad track uh, and, and just as far as you could see along the beach, huge houses there was a mansion with like a 12 car garage that was just down to the the cement wow uh, and it was just unreal to see that god sets those boundaries and god can move those boundaries yeah that, that's the kind of power that he has and and that's the god that we trust in this the storms of our life that he can say peace be still or he can allow um the the storms to to come to to teach us to discipline us to disciple us yeah, yeah, and, and, and I think that's great. Teach, teach, discipline, disciple. And uh, we, we always talk about, Pastor, I, I, I'm not sure if you've ever had the opportunity to listen to our podcast, but we always talk about the difference between trials and what God uses them for. The first one is to get us closer to God and, and uh, to just help our relationship grow with God and then to help others get closer to God. And, and that's mm-hmm. a good example. I mean, you know, Gulfport, Mississippi, 2005, it was all over the news, New Orleans, the floodgates. I mean, everything being underwater and to go help people. I think that's what Christianity is all about. Then I want to look at this last verse, and then we'll go again and talk through this psalm. But it says, thy testimonies are very sure. Holiness becometh thine house, O Lord, forever. And uh, God always keeps his word. God is always faithful. God is with us, and as Pastor started off this podcast with, he's been there forever. He's not going anywhere. Uh, God is going to be faithful to us, and I think that's one promise uh, that this podcast is all about. It's trust in God, and I mean, this is a verse that we should probably highlight, underline, uh, put on a three-by-five card, carry in our top pocket. I mean, uh, Stephanie, thinking about this verse, what are you thinking? Wow, I think just keeping that constant reminder before us it's kind of the promise in the new testament i will never leave thee nor forsake thee and the only reason god can make that promise to us is because of his power because of all that he can do because he can do anything he wants and that's what this whole psalm screams to me is he can control everything he even the world is established by him the seas are held in their place by him. Um, his temple is holy because of him. Everything revolves around who he is. And the comfort that comes in knowing that he indwells us, um, we have him with us every moment of every day. That's that's the promise to keep with you day and night. And that gives you the hope for the future. Yeah, and that's what we need is hope. So. Uh, we're sitting here at about a minute and a half, Pastor, and we want you to wrap this up. So if you're dealing with a uh, – and, and you're not constrained to that exact minute and a half, by the way. But if if you're sitting with a, with a person uh, like our listeners, like me, like Stephanie, uh, who are dealing with a stressor and they're going through fear, I mean, wh- what is a pastor's job? How do you how do you deal with those folks? I mean, how, how would you go about starting out something with them? I, I think – 
just what Stephanie said, as you look at a psalm like Psalm 93, there's that dual emphasis that God is infinite in his strength, but then the psalmist comes to verse 5 at the very end and says, hey, it's not just that God has infinite strength, but look at his character. He's dependable. He's faithful. Uh, he's, he's a God of love. I think there was a, a little children's rhyme from years ago, uh, God is holy, God is good. Let mm. us trust him as we should, that if, if you can see God's, God's holiness and his power, but also his character and his goodness, that he's, he's always faithful, he'll always keep his promises, that's a God that you can rely on in any trial, in any stressor, in any uh, you know, catastrophe that, that seems to be turning your life upside down. It's not too big for him, and mm. it, it's nothing that will change his love for you. And that's my God. Hey, folks, we're honored that you took the time to uh, uh, just listen to us, whether it be by radio or by, by podcast. And we want to help you out. Look out there on Helpful Wounded Spirits and give us a shout. We're honored to have Pastor Crockett with us. He's going to be with us for the next four podcasts, so you don't want to miss those. And tomorrow we got another one of my coveted parrot jokes. We'll see you real soon. Thanks. Thank you for listening to our podcast today. It is very important to all of us at Help for Wounded Spirits that you know your Lord and Savior, Jesus Christ. The Bible is very clear with a simple salvation message. You can know today. First, you're a sinner, for all have sinned and come short of the glory of God. Second, there's a price on sin, for the wages of sin is death. Third, Jesus paid that price for you, but God commendeth his love toward us in that while we were yet sinners, Christ died for us. Lastly, you must speak it with your mouth and believe it with your heart, that if thou shalt confess with thy mouth the Lord Jesus, and shalt believe in thine heart that God hath raised him from the dead, thou shalt be saved. For with the heart man believeth unto righteousness, and with the mouth confession is made known unto salvation. Simply ask the Lord to save you in Jesus' name while believing in your heart, and he will. Please contact us if we can help you in any way. God bless you. Doug and Stephanie, thank you for listening today. We hope this podcast has been a blessing in your life. For helpful resources, more information, or to donate to help this vital ministry, visit us at woundedspirits.com.